Good morning, everybody. Welcome to everybody's favorite new show on the Red Pill Project. This is Morning Coffee with me, your host, Vince Tagliavia. We're live every Monday through Friday at 8.30 a.m. Pacific, Pacific, 11.30 a.m. Eastern Time to talk about the news and events of the day. What's going on in the world? All these things. So, welcome everybody. Good morning. Hope you're doing well. Hope you have your coffee ready. And hope you had a good night. We were up kind of late on the social red pill together. If you guys tuned in, we had a good, you know, I don't know, 30, 40 people in the Zoom. And we were all really chit-chatting and having a good time. It was fun. Um, If you want to participate in these things, just join the uh, private social network, socialredpill.com. It's a good time over there. So, thanks to everybody who joined and if not, if you don't like that kind of stuff, that's okay too. Thank you anyway. Good morning, Grandma Revolt. Uh, Hillbilly Jackal, good morning. Um, good to see you, good to see you. Ah, uh, what a day. It's hump day today, February 8th, 2023. Pretty normal day so far. And we're just going to go through the news and this and that. And then we'll get on with our days. Lots going on. Um, I mean, lots going on in our personal lives other than this crazy news nonsense. So we'll uh, just check on it, see where we're at, where we stand, and then we'll move on with our days. But, of course, we'll convene again tonight at 5.30 p.m. Pacific time uh, on The Daily Dose with Joshua Reed and myself. So tune in tonight for uh, an update on what the heck's going on and some analysis of the unfolding global conspiracy and and more um so uh, yeah i look forward to that wednesday here which this means we're getting close to the weekend yes um i never got to finish my fishing trip or my crabbing trip because i got sick so hopefully i could catch up with that in the next few days that's my that's the only thing i care about right now now one of the two, one of the very, one of the few things I care about is being able to catch up with that fishing trip that I missed, or the crabbing trip. Actually, I'm gonna make up for it by doing a fishing trip and a crabbing trip, just for good measure. And uh, so, life's good. That's kind of all I care about right now. But we're gonna go through the news. Last night we had the State of the Union address, the speech by Joe Biden, which was just absolutely hot garbage. Uh, luckily, um, President Trump came forward with a little bit of truth and let us know the real state of the union with this video he posted on Truth Social. So let's watch this, the real state of the union. Here's the real state of the union. Over the past two years under Biden, millions and millions of illegal aliens from 160 different countries have stormed across our southern border. Drug cartels are now raking in billions of dollars from smuggling poison to kill our people and to kill our children. Savage killers, rapists, and violent criminals are being released from jail to continue their crime wave. And under Biden, the murder rate has reached the highest in the history of our country, Biden and the radical Democrats have wasted trillions of dollars and caused the worst inflation in half a century. Real wages are down 21 months in a row. Gas prices have soared and are now going up much higher than even before. And the typical American family is paying $2,200 in increased energy and food costs each year. Joe Biden's weaponized Justice Department, and I'm a victim of it, is persecuting his political opponents. His administration is waging war on free speech. They're trying to indoctrinate and mutilate our children. He's leading us to the brink of World War III. And on top of all of that, he's the most corrupt president in American history, and it's not even close. But the good news is we are going to reverse every single crisis, calamity, and disaster that Joe Biden has created. I am running for president to end the destruction of our country and to complete the unfinished business of making America great again. We will make our country better than ever before, and we will always put America first. Thank you.
Wow. Well, I'll tell you this. I like Trump's confidence, and uh, apparently he says we're going to fix this stuff, so let's fix it. I like it. I like that, as opposed to letting it all crash and burn and all this under Biden. Let's take it back and fix this stuff. Good. So that's the actual State of the Union by Trump there, uh, just concisely in two minutes, um, undoing all of the garbage lies that Biden spewed last night. So there you go. That's it, and that's that. Let's uh, do a couple little looks back at Joe Biden. Uh, he got some booze out of the crowd. He's just ridiculous. Let's look at this clip from last night. This is what happens when you're a damn liar. A GDL. Some Republicans want Medicare and Social Security sunset. I'm not saying it's a majority. Let me give you, anybody who doubts it, contact my office. I'll give you a copy. I'll give you a copy of the proposal. That means Congress doesn't vote. Well, I'm glad <laughs> to see you. No, I tell you, I, I enjoy conversion. You know, it means that if Congress doesn't keep the programs the way they are, they'd go away. Other Republicans say, I'm not saying it's a majority of you. I don't even think it's even a significant. But it's being proposed by individuals. I'm not politely not naming them, but it's being proposed by some of you. Look, folks, the idea is that we're not going to be we're, we're not going to be moved into being threatened to default on the debt if we don't respond. Folks. <laughs> and look at Kamala. I'm standing up and clapping and uh, because I believe in this nonsense wholeheartedly. Look at this guy's face, though. This explains it all. This is basically how we all feel in a nutshell. <laughs> Uh, here it is. <laughs> That's the what the fuck is this some kind of sick joke face. Oh my gosh. Yeah, so everyone's calling him a damn liar. McCarthy's expression too, yeah. And uh, Marjorie, Marjorie Taylor Greene was one of the people you could hear in the crowd just saying liar. And the left was so upset, they're like, whatever, balloon lady. Um balloon lady yelling liar you insurrectionist oh they hate her so much they're they're so upset it's so funny to watch them get upset on twitter i i really do i don't know why i enjoy that but it's just silly <laughs> gump oh my gosh gump <laughs> we'll talk about that when we talk about finance i moved the finance to after this stuff today Let's see, another video here, a short clip from last night. What the hell did he say? Turn this down, I don't know, volume. Name me a world leader. Okay, it could be a little bit louder. Name me a world leader who changed places with Xi Jinping. Name me one. Name me one. Yeah. I. I don't know. Has anybody figured out what he's talking about here? Name me one leader who's changed places with Xi Jinping. Um, okay. Whatever, dude. Badlands Media on Rumble decoded the resident with banners. Joe Biden claims... <laughs> Smart. Alright, good for you, Biden. Wow. State of the Union. This was another weird thing. Here's like the last, maybe the last thing we'll look f at from this. Uh, Jill Biden creeped everybody out last night. And look, I don't know how you guys feel about this, but when it comes to kissing people on the lips, it's just, I feel like we could use less of it. Um, you know, especially from, you know, I think it should be reserved for... Um, 
lovers that's what i think but jill biden she's one of these people who just likes to kiss people on lips i guess it's creepy it's creepy i don't like it i'm just not a big lip kisser especially when it's not you know appropriate it's like look at this come on so awkward these people are weird these people are weirdos jill biden kissing kamala kamala harris's husband on the lips Mwah. Okay, let's watch that again. Wow. Look at that. What the hell? That's not normal. Come on. You're telling me that's normal? Nobody. Come on, you guys. This is... What do you guys think? <laughs> Oh, come on, Hillbilly Jackal. The lip kissing? Come on. It's not normal. Is it just me? Do you guys kiss on the lips like this? Yeah, I think they're swingers. They're weird. Swingers, weirdos. I don't know. I don't I don't trust it. Look, if you're... I just don't. I'm sorry. It's too, uh, it's like, intimate to me. Uh, even for, like, an ant to kiss me on the lips or something. It makes me uncomfortable. I don't want to be kissed on the lips by anybody. Stay away from my lips, all right? Stay away from my lips. Maybe the cheek is okay, maybe. Maybe, if I like you. <laughs> Can we see Kamala's face when she does it? Um, oh, yeah, that would be funny, huh? <sighs> Kamala, she's a beast. She's a, her own problem. Um, she kissed everybody, too, is what they say. That's the word in the street. Alright, so I just thought it was weird, you guys. Alright. Maybe some of y'all are kissers, and that's okay, but, you know, it's just something I noticed. <laughs> Alright, let's see what else we got. Um, yeah, InfoWars published this article, um, and it's kind of funny. In a pivot... Biden shifts from condemning MAGA extremists to putting forward his own MAGA agenda. And it's true. He sort of did, didn't he? Let's take a quick look. He pretends like he hates MAGA, but he wishes he could make America great again. In his State of the Union address on Tuesday night, White House occupant Joe Biden shifted from condemning MAGA extremists to putting forward his own Buy American MAGA agenda. Biden said he's ordering, a f ordering all future federal infrastructure projects to be made in America. Buy American has been the law of the land since 1933, Biden said, but for too long, past administrations have found ways to get around it. Not anymore, he continued. Tonight, I'm also announcing new standards to require all construction, construction materials used in federal infrastructure projects to be made in America. America-made lumber, glass, drywall, fiber optic cables, and on my watch, American roads, American bridges, and American highways will be made with American products. My economic plan is about investing in places and people that have been forgotten, Biden said, channeling Trump's MAGA messaging. Quote, amid the economic upheaval of the past four decades, too many people have been left behind or treated like they're invisible. We're building an economy where no one is left behind. Jobs are coming back. Pride is coming back because of the choices we made in the last two years. This is a blue-collar blueprint to rebuild America and make a real difference in your lives, he said. Yeah, shh. Yeah, right. Taken away in Roe v. Wade and protect Roe v. Wade. Give every woman a constant right. The Vice President and I are doing everything to protect access to reproductive health care and safeguard patient safety. But already more than a dozen states are enforcing extreme abortion bans. Make no mistake about it. If Congress passes a national ban, I will veto it. But let's also pass. Let's also pass the Bipartisan Equality Act to ensure LGBTQ Americans, especially transgender young people, can live with safety and dignity. They always go after the young people with this LGBTQ crap. 
My goodness, leave the children alone for F's sake. Um, they love their abortion, don't they? And it, it is hilarious how he's going after this. The only, you know, he can't come out and speak and not talk about American, being American, American production, keeping everyone else out or, you know, focusing on American, uh, American made things. That's the only thing people want to hear because they're sick of, uh, anything else, which is what they've been pushing this entire time. They've made, he's made things so much worse. The only option besides completely destroying everything is to build back better now. And the bar has been, <laughs> the bar, the bar has been destroyed. So he could basically do anything and it's going to improve where we are now. Anyway, they really love their abortion. And apparently they, instead of wearing um, American flags on their lapels, they were wearing abortion pins last night. These people are so sick. Did you see them giving a standing ovation right there to abortions? Here we go. Democrats replaced the American flag with abortion pins. Uh, look at that. Abortion. And the and the O has a heart in it. Oh, and look at that. A ribbon with uh, Ukraine colors. And good for you. Wow, you're so brave. These people are fucking something else. Very culty, very awkward and weird and... Uh, kill the babies and let the kids decide what gender they want to be. What? Yeah, I think I kind of... I don't know what you're trying to say there, but I think I do. Yeah, don't kill the babies. Leave the babies alone. Leave the kids alone. All this stuff. They're nuts. Oh, oh, oh Grits, so are you saying they kill the babies and then they let the kids decide what gender... Yeah, they're just destroying everything. They just... They want to watch it all burn. It's so weird. Good morning, Asha. Good to see ya. We're just talking about this crazy wonderland we live in and uh, covering covering some of the events of the world. What else? Here we had uh, Vijaya Gad testifying about the suppression of the Hunter Biden laptop story on Twitter. I believe we do have a clip of this. Let's take a quick look. This is in regards to all the Twitter stuff. Spending free expression and maintaining the health of the platform required difficult judgment calls. Most applications of Twitter's rules were fact-intensive, subject to internal debate, and needed to be made very quickly. We recognized that after applying our rules, we might learn that some of them did not work as we imagined and that we would need to update them. We always remained open to new information from our customers and critics regarding our policies and enforcement. At times, we also reversed course. For example, on October 14, 2020, the New York Post tweeted articles about Hunter Biden's laptop with embedded images that looked like they may have been obtained through hacking. In 2018, we had developed a policy intended to, to prevent Twitter from becoming a dumping ground for hacked materials. We applied this policy to the New York Post tweets and blocked links to the articles embedding those source materials. At no point did Twitter otherwise prevent tweeting, reporting, discussing, or describing the contents of Mr. Biden's laptop. People could and did talk about the contents of the laptop on Twitter or anywhere else, including other much larger platforms, but they were prevented from sharing the primary documents on Twitter. Still, over the course of that day, it became clear that Twitter had not fully appreciated the impact of that policy on free press and others. As Mr. Dorsey testified before Congress on multiple occasions, Twitter changed its policy within 24 hours and admitted its initial action was wrong. This policy revision immediately allowed people to tweet the original articles with the embedded source materials. Relying on its long-standing practice not to retroactively apply new policies, Twitter informed the New York Post that it could immediately begin tweeting when it deleted the original tweets, which would have freed them to retweet the same content again. Defending free expression. Oh, sorry about that, guys. But, um, yeah, she's trying to justify what happened with Twitter and their censorship, and it's not working. They're guilty. We'll see. Hopefully there's some accountability. This is just another one of those things 
that we see happening where we know the truth and there's no accountability but it's under the it's under scrutiny so that's a start i suppose um <clears throat> don't believe what they say they certainly did censor um, and they still do actually i believe not just on twitter but everywhere and including twitter still twitter's still garbage i think it is at least they could do so much better and there seems to be issues with it still but it is better than it was i suppose good morning geo um let's see this story is coming out um the white house had to come out and say that this blog post by seymour hirsch that says the u.s was behind the Nord Stream pipelines explosion is utterly false and complete fiction so the white house saw this post and they're just like this is not true stop saying it this is fiction how why would you say this we're just gonna you know we comment on things all the time so that's why we're <laughs> they don't oh god so this is interesting i mean we all kind of speculated on what the hell was going on here when this was unfolding in real time last year u.s bombed the Nord Stream gas pipelines claim investigative journalist seymour hirsch claims investigative journalist seymour hirsch the times actually posted this but uh, Seymour Hirsch posted a substack on it. Well worth watching this short clip. Uh, I'm not going to watch that. But let's take a quick look at his substack. I just think this is interesting. So the New York Times called it a mystery, but the United States executed a co covert sea operation that was kept secret until now. The U.S. Navy's diving and salvage center can be found in a location as obscure as its name. Down what was once a country lane in rural Panama City, a now booming resort city in the southwestern panhandle of Florida, 70 miles south of the Alabama border. The center's complex is, a nondescript, as, is as nondescript as its location, a drab concrete post-World War II structure that has the look of a vocational high school in the west side of Chicago. A coin-operated laundromat and a dance school are across what is now a four-lane road. This is a really long article, and they write it like a damn novel. Um... But they go into the details of the of this Nord Stream issue and uh, why he believes the U.S. was involved and all the details of what um, preceded, what happened before and what happened after these attacks. And uh, <laughs> I think um, very well could have been the U.S. And but you know if they're saying it wasn't them and you know wouldn't have they ever lied so. You know, come on. But pretty wild that that came out. Uh, the White House found it necessary to say it, it's all fake. It's all false. So I think that's interesting. You know, there's a lot of information there, apparently. But uh, it's all false. Okay. That was a quick response. Damage control, huh? Um... <laughs> Uh, the balloon debris has been recovered. The balloon, the Chinese spy balloon debris. This is kind of a big nothing burger, if you ask me. The Navy released its first images of the Chinese surveillance balloon debris. Here it is. Voila. It's official. This is it, they say. Allegedly. They pulled it out of the depths of the ocean. It wasn't that deep, but they pulled it out of the ocean. Here it is. Um, that's it. That's it, and that's that. It's over. Hmm. Let's talk a little bit about finance here. Um, this was kind of an interesting one that broke yesterday. Zoom is laying off 1,300 workers as the CEO vows to cut his salary by 98%. So you hear that, right? The CEO of Zoom is cutting his salary by 98%. Wow, what a legend. What a good guy. That is so brave, right? That's what people probably think when they hear it. Well, I don't know. Let's uh, actually look at this story by the Post Millennial. 
Y- uh, Yuan took responsibility for the cuts and vowed to implement changes to management's pay, including reducing his salary by a whopping 98% in fiscal year 2023. On Monday, Zoom CEO Eric S. Yuan announced that his company would be laying off over 1,000 employees, making it the latest tech giant to slash its workforce in recent weeks. Wuan took, Wuan took responsibility for the cuts and vowed to implement changes uh, to management pay, including reducing his salary by a whopping 98% in fiscal year 2023. We have made the tough but necessary decision to reduce our team by approximately 15% and say goodbye to around 1,300 hardworking, talented, talent, talented colleagues, he wrote in an email to his Zoomies. I know this is a difficult message to hear, and certainly not one I ever wanted to deliver, he continued, explaining that the U.S.-based employees would be contacted first, with those in other countries being dealt with according to local laws. Blah, blah, blah. Um, it doesn't tell us this, does it? Uh... Wow, okay, so the post-millennial, you're missing a very important part of the story, and I'll tell you what that is. Let me just pull it up. What a scam. What a scam. Uh, Let's see. Zoom CEO laid off. Oh. Here it is. Uh. (laughs) Yeah, so this is kind of what I'm talking about here. Zoom's CEO laid off 1,300 workers and cut his own salary by $295,000 to show that he's making sacrifices too. But the value of his Zoom shares increased by $246 million today as the stock surged on the news of the layoffs. <laughs> um, the laid-off workers had ongoing stock option plans and were given more as part of the layoff package, meaning they also made money on their surging value. Not saying all these tech industry layoffs are great. Seems Zoom has typically good employees, though. Has been good to employees. Wow. So they're probably all profiting from this as well with these Zoom stock options and whatnot. Um, How nice of him. This person posted this chart showing the sale of... um, the sale of what is it stocks yeah the sale the sales of shares all by Wuhan, their ceo totaling tens of millions of dollars hundreds of millions of dollars actually so huh. isn't that neat oh yeah so so when you see he's slashing his his pay he's so so nice. He cares about the world and his workers. No. Bullshit. Baloney. Baloney. That's all. That's all I wanted to say about that story. It's baloney. <laughs> yeah, Nikki. Another company cutting jobs, but we added jobs? No. They're, they're damn liars. GDLs. Hey, Alan. God wins. Alright. More. Google is in the news as it relates to uh, money and their shares. Google Google shares tumble um, after barred AI glitch. Let's take a look at this story. This is interesting. Um, Zero Hedge reported Alphabet loses over $110 billion market cap after AI chatbot glitch. Google owner Alphabet has continued crashing after an underwhelming launch even raised concerns that its new artificial intelligence chatbot Bard may yield inaccurate responses. Google was forced to respond after the shares collapsed, saying in a statement that Bard's response, quote, highlights the importance of a rigorous testing process. The company said it will combine external feedback with its own internal testing to ensure Bard's responses meet a high bar for quality, safety, and groundedness in real-world information. Today's drop has wiped over $110 billion off of Alphabet's market cap. In the, its second largest daily market cap decline ever. As a reminder, Alphabet CEO Sundar Pichai, uh, Pichai, Pichai said he announced 
said as he announced a new chatbot chatbot this week that AI is the most profound technology we are working on today. The general sentiment is that chat, GPT, and the Microsoft Bing announcement have created a narrative that Google's search business model is under threat, said Mark Riedel, a professor at the Georgia Institute of Technology. As we detailed earlier, while every company is rapidly changing its name to something.ai, in order to garner some fad, multiple expansion, Alphabet shares are showing the downside of some of that over-exuberance. So... Pretty funny. They shot themselves in the foot. <clears throat> wow. Here's the chart. Uh, this looks like a week chart, a week-long chart starting from February or uh, January 31st until February 8th. <laughs> Uh-oh. Yeah, a nice little dip there. So I, I don't know. It makes me actually kind of chuckle to see. Uh, thank you, uh, A. Allen, for the shades. A huge donation over there. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. And Inner Geo with the cookie. Uh, thank you, Allen. Thank you, Geo. I appreciate your support. That means so much to me. <clears throat> Mr. Plum, you're late. It's okay. We forgive you. You know, better late than never. <clears throat> Welcome. Welcome, Mr. Plum. Good to see you. Um, let's continue here. Uh, this was an interesting one. Charities. Uh, let's see. Hold on. Yasha on the chat. <laughs> chat is racist, leftist. We'll do a story about a black man, but not a white man. Yeah, Yasha. I've been seeing that chat GPT. People have been posting things on from chat GPT. I don't know if all of it's true because I haven't tested it myself, but apparently people are pointing out the wokeness of these AI bots to where it's like, um, it'll criticize white people but it won't criticize black people and just these um ridiculous woke tendencies that are being displayed um i do believe actually i have seen a little bit of wokeness from these bots um they follow the narrative that they're fed that's the problem with this you know there's different ways that this could go and um i see this right now as being under control of the crazy woke left i do to some extent because they regurgitate that garbage and it's concerning you know people think that these official chatbots have some kind of authority and uh, truth and and whatnot but really they can say anything that they're told to say there's no authority there's no truth there and in fact opposite is true is it's just it's concerning it is it's very interesting too Good point, Yasha. Thanks for reminding me. Baloney as in bullshit, Grandma Revolt. Yeah, you always have a way with words. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> yep. You're really reading between the lines. All right, let's take a look at this. Charities warn smart meter anxiety is rising. It's almost like a demon on your shoulder, constantly reminding you how much you've spent smart meter let's look at this by dc clothesline um, opposition to utility smart meters electric electric gas and water has been ongoing worldwide since they started being deployed over a decade ago in the uk complaints and issues continue to be reported mainly because half a million of the poorest households were forced to accept prepayment smart meters which can make their bills unjustifiably higher and, of course, less affordable. Fortunately, some may be able to take legal action because of this, and the Minister of State for Energy and Climate announced he would be monitor monitoring the situation closely. <laughs> However, for the time being, the government has not fixed the problem, which has left vulnerable and increasingly anxious customers at a rise at risk of having their power instantly shut off. From BBC News via Yahoo, I'm obsessed with my smart meter, Colita Smith, cost of living correspondent. Karen Alexandra says the smart meter can really prey on you. When Karen Alexandra moved into her new house, she found it had an energy smart meter. She quite liked it. Uh, she quite liked how it told her how much she was spending in real time. But as energy prices rocketed over the past year, she found checking the meter was becoming an obsession. I realized it. it's the first thing I do in the morning. When you see how much you've already spent, it makes your tummy take a lurch, she told BBC. 
Charities have said they are hearing rising reports of smart meter anxiety. Charities have said they are, oh, age, uh, age, UK, and disability rights charity Scope have told the BBC that although smart meters can help with budgeting, they can also have a negative impact on people's mental health. Common signs of smart meter anxiety include repeatedly checking your smart meter, worrying about what it means for your finances, and feeling out of control. Demon on your shoulder. Karen's husband isn't well at the moment, so the couple are in the house a lot, which she thinks is part of the problem. When you're in the house and you've gotten and you've not got work to take your mind off it, it can really prey on you. It's almost like a demon on your shoulder constantly reminding you how much you've spent, she said. Karen describes herself as having a smart meter, smart meter anxiety and laughs while explaining that she had to turn the display unit to face the wall. Coming to us soon. This is coming to us. They want... This is crazy. I guess we already have meters. We already have meters, you know. Smart meters aren't that far of a leap. They're doing it across the pond after all already. I don't like it, man. This stuff they're doing to control the power in our houses is really maddening and it really, really annoys me. Um, and last night, Josh and I were kind of talking about speculating what is going on, why they're doing these things. And, um, it's odd to me, man. It's just, I don't know, but it's so weird that they don't want us to have power in our houses. It seems, you know, um, they don't want us to have gas appliances, mm. We saw them attack stoves and then pretend like they didn't didn't a few weeks ago. That was interesting. They don't want us to have wood burning stoves and gas stoves, and um, they didn't really mention like the gas heaters. If gas stoves cause people to be uh, unhealthy, like they were saying, why aren't they talking about gas heaters? <laughs> right. <laughs> a lot of houses in the U.S. are heated with gas, so. Hmm. Um. It's ridiculous. It's really ridiculous. There's a lot of regulations put into place, especially in places like where I am, in these uh, commie states that are controlling the power in our houses and our apartments. Smart meters for the stupid. Oxymoron. Uh, live outside in your yard for a while and start training on what to do. It's the only way to know what you're made of. Jackie Jacks, are you talking about survival? Survival stuff? Live outside in your yard? You know, I am not opposed to pitching a tent. I'm really not. It's a great way to test out new gear and all this stuff. So, um, yeah, heck yeah, I agree. Get your hands dirty, figure it out. Um, you know, I think we overuse a lot of uh, energy, and I know this is kind of a hippie thing to say, but I really do. I think we do. We leave lights on, we leave things running, and I think we could use a lot less, so... Think about that stuff if you're concerned about all this energy. But honestly, I don't think that uh, I don't think there's a real issue. I don't think there's an actual shortage. I think it's all manufactured, but uh, that's where they're pushing us. I lived in a tent and cooked outside for a year, then converted an eight by ten tough shed into a tiny home. Oh wow! Congratulations, it's cool. A tiny home. Those tiny homes are interesting. <clears throat> yeah, it's not easy. That's for sure. All right. So this is wild. This is like social credit score nonsense. This person says that their parents just got banned from Airbnb for being related to her. So this is interesting. I could see this something like this happening to me, and I'm just <laughs> like, oh, shit. Um, they have never booked anything for her. They don't represent her in any way, and they're public, uh, and they aren't publicly political in any way. But Airbnb sent them this letter. 
We have an update to share. We removed you from the Airbnb platform because your account is closely associated with a person who isn't allowed to use Airbnb. This means you'll no longer be able to book reservations on Airbnb. Why we made this decision? For the safety of our community, we may remove accounts that are closely associated with the people who aren't allowed to use Airbnb. This, What this means for your account, any future reservations have been canceled and fully refunded. Refund timing will depend on the process times, blah, blah, blah. You can still access your privacy settings and manage your personal data. Uh, we don't take these decisions lightly, but if you have more information to share, you could submit an appeal. So because of this Lauren Southern's personal status with Airbnb, her parents can't use it. And this is how they're going to target conspiracy theorists, I believe. They're going to say, well, you're associated with uh, Vince. Vince said that they're controlling the weather. And you think it's appropriate to be associating with Vince? Well, you can't do business with us because Vince said they're manipulating the weather. So if you want to stop talking to Vince, you could come over and play with us. But until then... We don't want to do business with you. And that's how they divide and conquer. If you want to be a part of the Cool Kids Club, you got to ditch the conspiracy theorists, all right? Right? The Illuminati? Not real. Uh, the Grey Pope? Conspiracy theory. Flat Earth? Yeah, they always they always put Flat Earth in there. They're like... Oh, what? Are you a flat earther? You believe that there was a, you know, you believe in aliens and the flat earth? Or what are some conspiracies? Oh, you believe in QAnon on the flat earth? Oh, crazy conspiracy theorists. That's how they get us. That's how they get you. I'm telling you. The earth's round and they throw that flat earth one in there to trick everybody and give all the other real conspiracies a bad name. I'm telling you. They're manipulating the weather. They can. It's proof. It's been proven. To what extent? That's I don't know. But <laughs> I'm serious, you guys. They're doing this. They're. Uh, so this is the social credit score. This is the whole social credit score idea. Wild. Um, let's talk a little bit. World War Three, I suppose. The UK is to weigh sending jets to Ukraine in the long term. Not good. Insider Paper did an article on it. Let's see what they're saying here. UK. Don't do it. UK says it'll weigh sending Ukraine jets. The United Kingdom will explore the possibility of sending fighter jets to Ukraine. Prime Minister Rishi Sunak's Downing Street office said Wednesday, adding it would only be it will it would only be a long term solution. Okay. The Prime Minister has tasked the Defense Secretary with investigating what jets what jets we may be able to give, but just to be clear, this is a long-term solution rather than a short-term capability, which is what the Ukraine needs most right now, Sunak's spokesman said. Sunak's office warned that training Ukraine pilots to use state-of-the-art British jets would be a long process. We are keen to do whatever it is, whatever is possible to get these pilots trained up as fast as possible. But these are complex pieces of military equipment, and the current training period for UK pilots is around five years. That's interesting. So here's the thing. Do you really think they're going to take the five years to train these Ukrainians and give them jets right now to do so? No. They're probably going to use fighters that already know how to fly because you think that Ukrainians just going to be like, Hey, Russia, hey, do you give us a few years? Give us a few years to train, and then we'll get back to the war thing. Okay? Truce. Truce. Give us five years. We're training. No. There's a war now, and I think that it's going to escalate into not Ukrainians utilizing all these weapons, but probably NATO people using these weapons because they're trained. And this means full-on World War Three, And... We'll see how that evolves, but that's the only thing they could do. They're not going to pause for five years while they get trained. And then, like, to operate these tanks on the ground that, I mean, apparently already got blown up to some extent. But to operate all this equipment that they're getting in Ukraine, if it makes it there and gets to the battleground, it requires 
operators and teams behind those teams of operators and so much information and education and and it's it's a whole it's a whole um effort by a big group of people it's not just a simple as simple as like um here's the tanks now have at it it's a whole infrastructure that needs to be in place um so it's not something that happens overnight i don't know am i making sense does this make sense to you does this make sense my god it's only wednesday but we'll see what happens i doubt i'm telling you i doubt they're gonna go through all this training they're just gonna put people who are trained in there when this escalates um mm, let's talk about health a little bit uh doomer juice says it's all word salad with a little blue cheese <laughs> hey you know what let's not diss blue cheese blue cheese is all right <laughs> oh my goodness all right, you guys. I'm just checking the chats real quick. Uh, Ice Wall. <laughs> Ice Wall at Equator for Two Slave Worlds Earth. <laughs> okay. Want to start a new one? Yeah, let's start some new conspiracies. Definitely. Always down. All right. Um, Health-wise, holy smokes. Uh, News Punch said that there's a study that COVID vaccines are causing hyper-accelerated aging in humans. I would guess vaccinated humans, I hope. Well, I don't hope, but yeah. I mean, I'm certainly, I got some gray hairs over the last few years. I don't know about you guys, but I'm not vaccinated. <clears throat> so still. Uh, COVID vaccines are causing recipients to age rapidly, leading to serious health problems and death. According to a bombshell new study, according to researchers, spike proteins from the COVID vaccines lodge inside every organ of the body. And once they're and once there, they transform a person from young to old, from very old or from old to very old. Hmm. This is why young people everywhere, including healthy athletes, are dropping dead suddenly of cardiac events. Oh, OK. That's interesting. You know, I think that there may be some truth to this, but it's kind of, it's kind of out there. It's kind of, I'm just saying it's a little out there. I think it's true. I mean, obviously we're seeing a lot of deaths from this vaccine. I don't know what it does as far as aging. Like, does it affect the telomeres in people's uh, DNA or something? Hmm. I wonder. Um, it's not causing people to die from old age is what I'm saying. It's causing people to have heart attacks and whatnot. So, I don't know. Maybe. Anyway. Which I guess heart attacks and stuff is a trait of being older, but... Okay. Here we have a nearly 14% fertility rate drop in Sweden and Germany linked to COVID vaccines. So, 14% fertility rate drop in Sweden and Germany. I think we do... This is a huge thread, but also I think we have a nice little image here to show this. But this is concerning. You know, if you are uh, somebody interested in having a family, uh, definitely do so because, wow, look at that dip here in the fertility rates in Germany and Sweden. It's harder for people to have babies. Have babies if you're having babies and have many babies. And uh, I wish the best of luck to you because we need to keep this ball rolling and if people don't have babies uh everything ends you know it's not crazy thought so weird to think about but yeah we have to keep having babies people <clears throat> i don't know what the hell the plan is they're, they're destroying fertility it's so wild to me i don't understand it maybe they're just trying to do it all medically or in test tubes or i don't know man are they human why would a human do this to other humans i don't understand who the hell knows? Uh, <clears throat> anyway, let me take a quick look over here on the Twitterverse and see what's happening, you guys. Absolutely wild. Let me think. What do we have going on this um, this week? I don't know. Not much. Actually, Josh is having a very special interview um, tomorrow, and I think we'll publish it tomorrow night. 
and uh, that will be very cool. So stick around for that tomorrow night. Um, I think we'll publish it tomorrow night. We'll see what Josh says tonight. I think he said that yesterday. Um, and then we've got to figure out what we're doing this weekend. We've got a couple shows. Um, you guys make sure you join the social red pill, www.socialredpill.com. It's our, it's our free private social network where you can join our zoom conversations, um, post things. It's like Facebook kind of, but without, uh, all the Facebook stuff that everybody hates. Uh, it's a nice private social network, socialredpill.com. Thanks to everybody who's joined. We got some new members yesterday, new members all the time. It's a, it's a pretty cool place, so check it out. We're going to be holding um, some new events there in the upcoming days and weeks. Uh, once or twice a month, we'll be doing some survival Zoom discussions with um, guests, and, and it's going to be a good time. So this is relating to uh, prepping and survival and these things. Uh, things under this topic so it'll be a lot of fun it'll be accessible for free on the social red pill socialredpill.com just create an account there and join you can also contact joshua reed through there as well as myself for any reason you need to do that uh, if you are interested in supporting us in any other ways you could go to redpills.tv and check out all of our sponsors anything from my pillow to my patriot supply uh, emergency food supplies, uh, honey colony and more. So check out redpills.tv um, for all of our sponsors and ways to donate and um, recaps from our shows as well. Redpills.tv has all of that stuff. And if you put your email in, we'll keep you updated via email daily on uh, the daily dose episode that's coming up and any, uh, communications that we need to get to you we can if you put your email in at redpills.tv it helps us keep in touch with you guys when we're banned from here or there uh we could keep in touch with you guys because we'll have your email so it is important to us that you uh sign up there and on the social platform so we could all stay connected in this day and age of censorship um who knows what they're going to do next who knows but Thank you, everybody, for your continuous support, and thank you to everybody who's donating and watching and liking and sharing across the Internet. Uh, shout out to our audio-only listeners over there. Shout out to Hillbilly Jackal with the ice cream donation and Grandma Revolt with her ice cream donation as well. Thank you guys. So generous. So generous, and I appreciate it very much. Um, I look forward to seeing you guys tonight and the rest of the week. On Fridays, we'll have our Fridays – our uh, what do they call them? funny Fridays, our funny Friday episode, and we'll get into the weekend with Jim Bob and just take it easy. So everybody take care. God bless. Godspeed.